This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Yes, sir. Thank you, Lucius. It is the G-Bag Nation on 105.3 The Fan. We are live in Surprise. And Jared Sandler is joining us cross town now, a side of the Rangers victory this afternoon, 4-2 against the White Sox. And uh, good afternoon, Jared. How the heck are you? Hey, big win. Rangers fighting for the Iguana Cup, and they took a step in the right direction with today's victory. Yeah, the the Iguana Cup, of course, the, the trophy of legends. Many uh, yes. kids, you know, grow up uh, dreaming of the day they could compete for it. Isn't that right, Jared? Yeah, no, that's right. And the cool thing is, you know, the, the, the trophy changes every year. So last year it was the prickly pear. Two years ago, the golden swarrow. Uh, there's a, an elite committee. They're kind of like uh, the Illuminati. No one really knows who's a part of the committee. But there is a committee, uh, and they determine the trophy each year. And this year it was determined uh, that uh, it is the Iguana Cup. So, uh, yes, uh, ki- kids definitely have grown up desiring for that Cactus League trophy and the cool thing is it's different every year. So when you win it, it's a one-of-a-kind trophy. So did Evan Carter play today? No, he didn't. But he he went through today as if uh, he normally would. He would not have played anyway. He's currently early in camp on an every-other-day uh, game routine, which is which is normal. Had he had it been his turn to play today, then he would have. He He's totally fine. Uh, he was just more frustrated than anything. But he... He engaged in all baseball activity. He did play in the backfield game uh, and hit a big home run uh, in that one. So, I mean, I, I guess to answer your question, he did play, not in the Cactus League game, in the backfield game and uh, looked pretty good apparently doing it. Jarrett, when you're coming off a world championship series, and we've, we were out here last spring and kind of you kind of get an idea of how the routine and all goes is there anything different, or do you just go back to square one uh, with what you're seeing in the preparation, what you're hearing from Bochi, the front office? How do you how do you come off a World Series and then get into the spring training? It's it's it was really a short off season for him. Yeah, so you know, in, in each sport, there are various challenges to repeating. Some are similar sports of sport; others maybe are sport specific. Uh, I do think that, you know, one of the challenges in baseball is that you have to work a a month harder than uh, most of your competition. And for pitchers, maybe more specifically, that that could be taxing. Uh, You have distract. I mean, these aren't bad distractions, but, you know, maybe the World Series adds to your offseason schedule and you're out of your routine. Right. Uh, You know, I I know people, Broadus, I know people always say that, you know, there's more of a target on your back. I, I guess maybe I think, you know, in Major League Baseball when there's so many games, I, I think 
guys are going hard always no matter who they're playing but i do think maybe there's more internal pressure the expectations are up now on the flip side and again i think this is probably you know across all sports when you win a world series you come back that next year with an air of confidence last year at this time we talked about how yeah you know things go right you know the rangers they could win the division you know they have a really good shot to make the playoffs and you know we'll go from there let's take it one step at a time now the conversation is not about whether or not they can do it uh and and even those guys last year they might have been able to look around the clubhouse in spring training and say we got a good group like we, we could do some cool things i think even they would have to admit that to some degree you still have to go out and do it when you haven't done it as a core group before and they did it and so now I just think the mindset is the biggest difference. I think physically they're going about things the exact same or, you know, more or less obviously evolving as needed. But, you know, I, I think it's it's the mental side of it. Uh, the core guys who return, there's, I think there's definitely a, a confidence that, you know, they can do it because they've done it and they know what it's like to do it together. And then for the guys who are now a part of it, you know, I think there's a level of confidence that they feed off of that, which is, well, you know, we weren't there last year, but we're now a part of this group that did it, and they feel like they can do it again. So let's party. They didn't. They 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 didn't really get to take a break, right? I mean, is do you think it's a good thing that they went straight from basically winning the world championship to to the season being here and ready to go? Well, I guess because it means you won the World Series. Then yeah, you know, it it it's it, it's still three months. Uh, obviously for guys who, and, and this is a lot more guys than maybe we even realize, who end the season with more than just a, a bump and a bruise. You know, some of that time's dedicated to just recovering. Uh, but, you know, I, I guess that's just sort of the beast of, you know, the baseball schedule. You, you don't, right. you know, you, you, you have not only a super long regular season, but you got an obnoxiously long spring training. Uh, and, you know, the postseason isn't, you know, it, it's not any longer than any other postseason in any sport, but it, it is more games just by the nature of how it all uh, tends to play out. I guess the NBA and NHL compete from a game standpoint in the postseason as well. But, uh, you know, yeah, I guess that's just kind of the burden and one of the challenges that is baseball specific is that, uh, you know, instead of a, a three-week spring training or build up at seven weeks and five weeks worth of games, so... Uh, you know, that does cut into your off season, And I think, Broadus, it's, it's one reason why maybe certain guys are being handled a little bit differently. So to, sure. to, if you want to be specific with, with your question, guys like Jonah Heim and Adolis Garcia, Adolis has yet to play in a game. He did he did get some B, uh, B game at bats today. Jonah Heim DH'd yesterday, but he is yet to catch, and he's not going to catch until Wednesday. So I think for certain guys, you're monitoring the workload. Uh, so I guess that that would be one of the the player specific differences uh, with how they're handling it. But I, I'd say that also to some degree is injury related too. Uh, maybe Jonah's workload on the whole, but you know with the Dolies with the knee thing uh, that ended the season, I think some of it's in, in, in regards to that. Live in Surprise, Arizona, talking Rangers baseball with Jared Sandler here in the G-Bag Nation. Who stood out to you today? I know Cole Wynn, your guy Church I saw was getting it done a little bit, and then offensively they showed a little life today. Yeah, Mark Church is the guy who who you know really stood out along with Diego Castillo. Uh, and you know not to leave others out of the equation, but these are two guys who could break camp with the team, and uh, but, but not guaranteed spots. Castillo faced a, a really representative trio from the White Sox at a scoreless inning. The velocity is back for Castillo. You know, this is a guy from, you know, 2018 
through 2022 uh, had an ERA right around three as a reliever. You know, he was one of the, the better relievers in the game and, and was consistent, which is tough to find from a reliever. Last year, some injuries, drop in velocity, not so much. I think the Rangers uh, bounce, uh, betting on a bounce back, and, you know, he's, he's 30 years old. Uh, you know, he's, it's not like he's 38, and you're hoping he still has some gas in the tank. You know, with Mark Church, he, he's, you know, on the, the front side of it. He's just teeing off, and, uh, you know, he's a young guy who's on the rise who could probably eat up some late-inning opportunities, you know, when he really settles into his own, but perhaps could be called upon as a, you know, a, a middle reliever or kind of the, the down one or two when everyone is rested and healthy type of role. Uh, but he's he's got really good stuff, and he looked really good. Uh, you know, mixed bag from Colwyn. You just would love to come out of an outing without, you know, without anything to say, well, but, but you know, there was that. You know, he just – the command was not there early on. He did bounce back nicely. Uh, and then offensively for the Rangers, it wasn't an explosion, but yeah, Blaine Krim continues to hit the ball hard. He had a big hit for the Rangers today. Justin Foscue with another rocket. He's the guy that stands out to me. I'm really paying attention to his plate appearances. Not overly so. You can't expect – you know him to be perfect not going to live and die on every swing but uh, he just looks really comfortable he takes good swings and and he hits the ball hard and uh, I think the Rangers have a tough decision to make with him I I, I just still right now my gut is telling me that Justin Foscue makes the team and is the opening day DH but obviously a lot can change between now and then Jared do you think something with wind he's starting to kind of hear the whispers I I think he's been hearing it brought us yeah I, I think you're spot on with that I you know, the, the, there's a blessing and curse to being sure. a first-round pick. The, the blessing Absolutely. is that, you know, Matt and I talked about it. If Cole Wynn was a 17th-round pick, he would not be pitching for the Rangers, you know, anymore. You know, he, yeah. they, they would have moved on. Now, he was a first-round pick for a reason because there's a ton of talent that put him in that ilk. And so you're not just going to give up on him. But first-round picks are going to get more opportunities than 17th-round picks. That's, that's the blessing of it. The curse of it is when you're a first-round pick who's – uh, really struggling to, to take steps in the right direction is it's anticipated there's more focus on that. You hear the chatter. There's more pressure. You know, when you're a 17th-round pick and you don't make it, no one looks at you as a bust or a failure. When you're a first-round right. pick and you're struggling, you hear those words. And some guys are able to block it out. Other guys aren't. And I'm not saying that Cole Wynn for sure is, you know, in one group or the other, but I do think you're right. I, I think there's a, a level of pressure when you – you start to scuffle, and I, you know, I feel for Colwyn. He's a good kid. He works his tail off. He went to Puerto Rico this off season to pitch in the winter league there. You know, he's doing all the right things, but uh, you know, hopefully, he's able to put together a, a good year because this seems like a make or break year for Colwyn. Uh, you know, with this organization at least. John Smoltz tomorrow with Sean and RJ at 9 a.m. Sands. Awesome. I'm curious. His thoughts. Does he know the Rangers won the World Series? Or <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'd be, yeah. I would, is he going to come on and say, oh, you know, the Rangers took a nice step forward next year. I think, you know, they definitely left something to be desired. But uh, uh, who knows? Maybe they take another step forward this, this year. I'm kind of hoping that Peyton plays the drop of Eric uh, in the last call, or the last out before Smoltz comes on. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be great. That, that would be kind I, of fun. I, I will say this. I, I have not watched a ton of the TV calls of the postseason, yeah. uh, but, you know, I, I do like John Smoltz. I do think he generally does a good job, but uh, I guess it seems like a lot of people suggesting that he was not giving the Rangers <laughs> their due credit, to say the least. I'm pretty sure he thinks Arizona can still come back and get the job done, I, you know. Yeah. <laughs> There's still time. <laughs> Appreciate you, Sands. 
See you guys. Take care. We'll see you tonight. There he goes. Jared Sandler, really an unofficial host when we're out here in Surprise, isn't he? He yes. does a He's great job of trying sure. to keep everybody organized and make sure we're all fed and, yeah. and all that. Appreciate all the hospitality he shows. And then he's got guys like Broadus that show up and decide they want to punt on his Chili's plans, you know, for dinner last <laughs> I, I had, I had he's fried, having to adjust I had fried <laughs> ravioli last night, and I'm going to tell you, it's better than anything I'd eaten at Chili's. You know, <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I asked Mike. I'm 60 years that... old. I don't need to eat in a Chili's, okay? I <laughs> I got a lot of jobs, you know, I'm able to eat where I want to eat, and yes. Chili's was not on the game plan last night for the big bald head guy, okay? Let's go there. When, when Sean McFarland joined us last week and said, man, the best thing about Surprise is all the chain restaurants, I was like, wow, surely yeah. nobody thinks the same as him. No. But here comes Mike Bassick wanting to travel a 1,000 miles to get here to Surprise yeah. and enjoy their culinary's finest? No. Yeah. We're going yeah. for chain food. No, he says, Chili's, and he said it with excitement. <laughs> yes. And I said, no, I'm going to eat fried ravioli at this place. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.